Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Big stories and even bigger guests. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. So a couple of days ago, I'll go back to your calls in a second about um, Andrew Scheer and Justin Trudeau. A couple of days ago, I had a call from the press secretary of the Federal Minister of Health, Dr. Jane Philpott, and uh, I wanted to challenge me on a couple of things that I've said and um, what I uh, put on my blog. You can go to your favorite chorus radio station and just look up the Roy Green Show page and you'll see what's on the blog. So I said, well, I'll put the minister on. And uh, I said, we can have her on this weekend. And that seemed to be a possibility, and they'd get back to me, and then it wasn't a possibility anymore. So I talked some more to the press secretary, nice guy, and uh, pointed out what I think is absolutely repugnant about what the governments are doing to pain patients. And uh, we'll see whether the minister comes on. I said, we can do it live. I'll get up at 3 o'clock in the morning and pre-tape with her if that, if that works. Because a lot of the statistics that you're seeing have to do with what I'll just call generic drug addicts who sadly are dying because of drug overdoses. Yes, some pain patients who are on opioids have issues, but the chronic pain they live with without the opioid medication may drive them to suicide and ends functionality for them. You're going to be hearing from one such chronic pain patient in about a half an hour's time. And in about an hour's time, we'll speak with Marvin Ross, who writes for Huffington Post Canada, a writer-publisher on health issues, and we'll talk to him about his recent HuffPost column, Ontario's War on Pain Patients. It's about time that we understand that much of the statistical evidence that is being brought forward by governments against access to opioids has to do with people who die on street corners or die after visiting their street corner drug dealer not the patients who are prescribed opioids in a relationship with their doctor and the opioids make their lives manageable. It's all one way. It's all one-sided and people are buying in. And I, uh, I looked at the, the guidelines and, and I, when we had the editor on, I pointed out some of the specific errors in those guidelines and the editor didn't disagree. So stick around for that, please. And I hope Minister Philpott will come on this program and make her case because the minister said that what she thinks would be appropriate or we should consider is providing prescription heroin to drug addicts. Sure, that's a great plan. And some of the people who go to the drug dealers on the corners are pain patients or will be who've been denied the medication which makes their lives possible. There's a greater agenda at play, and the cynic in me says it has to do with money. It has to do with the cost of opioids. As more and more people age, more and more people will need pain medication, and it's expensive stuff. So they're looking for ways to cut expenses. That's just my feeling. 800-263-2428, Trudeau versus... Sheer. Who do you like? 
Alberta and Saskatchewan, who do you like? Will Alberta be moving quickly to vote for Justin Trudeau in 2019? After all, he's doing a big favor. He's uh, moving significant parts of the National Energy Board to Ottawa. Even his dad didn't do that. Chris is uh, calling us from Beaton, Ontario. Hi, Chris. Hi, Ron. Appreciate your call. I watched the full coverage of this, and this young fellow is going places. Andrew Shear. He is, yes. He is a smart guy. And I think that we're going to be quite proud of him. His promises, I think he's going to live up. So, th- so there's the but there's the question, right? What do you what do you look to? Do you look to the record of Justin Trudeau, and the promises of Andrew Scheer, right? So, so can you is that a is that a fair thing to do, to vote for someone based on the performance of one candidate, and the promises of another? I don't think there's any other way you can do it, but is it fair? Well, the promises that Trudeau has made us has never come through. Uh, he's broken a few, yes. He's broken, yes, he has. And I think this young fellow is going to be great. I, really yeah, I think do. he's going to be good, too. Now, a lot of people seem to feel that they would have been happier had uh, had Bernier won. Yes, he was. Uh, but I I found that his English wasn't that good. That's no, better than it used to be, but that, that could, would have been an issue with some people. Some people would have said, you know, another Francophone prime minister from uh, from Quebec, but you've got Trudeau, so either way, you've got a Francophone. But I was, I was uh, at first, I was rooting for Kelly Leach. Yeah, a lot of people were and, initially. Uh, some of, they just didn't like some of the things that she yeah. was putting forward, which I agreed with, but a lot didn't. All right, Chris, thank you for the call. Yeah, what happened with Kel- to Kelly Leach? When she first started, there was such enthusiasm for her, and then her uh, Canadian values test became part of the, um, the antichrist of politics. But you know that Australia has an Australian values test. You cannot become an Australian citizen unless you pass the Australian values test. They don't have a problem with that, and we spoke with an Australian MP about it. Just a few weeks ago, if you do not pass the Australian values test, if you can't prove to the Australian government that if you're a newcomer that you've assimilated into Australian society, you don't become an Australian citizen. If you can't speak English, you don't become an Australian citizen. Here, you know what would happen. But here we have a prime minister who... I just... I, 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 I listen back to his... Honestly, I listen back to his little speech about... How it's his decision that convicted terrorists will not lose their Canadian citizenship. That of all the things he's done, even wearing those crummy socks, that one really, uh, that one speaks to me about a fundamental character flaw. A fundamental character flaw. So he pulled Canada's CF-18s out of uh, the court. You know, a lot of people forget... Many people, this is what happens at election time. We run through election to election, and there are issues that take place and and, and are raised. And they become talking points nationally for two, three, four days. And everyone swears they'll never forget. And then when the next election comes around, you forget. 800-263-2428, Bill is in Whitby, Ontario. Bill, thank you for the call. Please go ahead. 
This morning I watched Question Period's interview with him, which was obviously pre-taped last night after the, the convention. What is he thinking? And the last election was basically a vote against Stephen Harper. And Evan Solomon asked him a question within the first five minutes of the interview, and he happily aligned himself with Stephen Harper. Did he not learn from the Ontario Conservatives who, 14 years later, if the Liberals pull out the word Mike Harris, it doesn't matter their record, it's toxic. And he's already playing into this narrative. Well, what are his handlers and himself thinking about? Well, the Conservatives didn't get blown out in well, 2015. Uh, no, no, hold on. Bill, if you're asking a question, let me answer it. Okay. The Conservatives didn't get blown out in 2015. The Liberals won by 800,000 votes, which is a decent margin, but not a great margin. And if you look at the total percentage of the votes that Mr. Trudeau got, it was 27%. And so Mr. Harper, yeah, he should have gone sooner, but I rather, I'd rather go back to the, I'd rather go back to the reality where a, a, a politician sees through their term as opposed to saying, well, if I leave two or three months early, that gives my party a chance. I don't like that. You don't... So you're ready. To, you're dismissing Andrew Shear. Hold on, hold on. You're dismissing Andrew Shear based on his performance yesterday or a longer period of time. I'm. I'm based something is basically is that why within the first probably few hours of being elected, you're you're actually droning out the past. Like why why would you even let Evan even get onto that cycle? Because that's what he is, and that's who he is. Well, you know what? I'm going to tell you that. Plus, letting people around him who are, so, who are very libertarian and socialist get a foothold or get any type of say in this party, and it's a kiss of death. You know, it, it's it's unelectable in Canada, Ontario. I, I know. Canada. I don't. I don't think you're correct. I really I, don't I, think you're correct. Oh, uh, you know, Roy. I, all I can tell you is the people I'm surrounded with. You evoke the word Stephen Harper, and it's. It's, it's and I can I can get I can guarantee you I could fill up the phone lines right now, which would not be fair, by saying, "Do you think Stephen Harper should still be Prime Minister of Canada?" And the phone lines would be filled with people saying, "Yes, he should." We can always get a small sample, okay. but it doesn't really it doesn't really doesn't really mean anything. I I, I still think that there's enough. I think there's who do you think who do you think they should have elected? Out of any of them. Uh, I didn't really see much there. Like Kelly Leach, seriously, you're you're going to trump with that kind of stuff with with Donald Trump, and you think you're actually credible? Like like that? To me, she, I find her poisonous. But and when she be, but when she started, she had significant appeal because she was leading for some period of time, mm-hmm. and then Trump started to collapse yeah. or yeah. have issues. Didn't collapse, but he had issues, and that then because Kelly Leach didn't really have a backup plan. That took her out of the race, took her out of the game. All I can tell you is, based on the Ontario experience, which has gone on for four, three or four elections now, you know and I know, Roy, the word Mike Harris is still toxic. And it depends on who you talk to. It's been a losing strategy, Roy. Come on. No, Everyone... I listen, I could, again, I could, I could trot out a whole bunch of people who would tell you Mike Harris was the best thing that happened to Ontario in the last 50 years. And they would certainly point to Bob Ray and say, "You want toxicity? Look at Ray." Oh, Ray was oh Ray was totally. I'm, yeah. I'm not even going to argue with that. But you know what, Roy? I'll, I'm just going to say, try to be his own man. Try to be his own man. Who He's says not. he isn't being his own man? Well, if he, it, you know, Roy, it, it, the 
problem look, is... Look, uh, look, 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 you're a smart guy. Uh-huh. Cher's a smart guy. Oh, yeah. I'm a reasonably smart guy. Yeah. Uh, Cher has to be who he is. Because if on day one, he tries to be somebody else, you know he's going to trip up badly between day one and certainly long before the election. He has to be the person he is. And this is what, who he, he was throughout the, uh, the run for the leadership. Absolutely. And now he's got, he, he's the leader. And right. it, was an, it was a razor-thin margin. Right. You and I both follow politics. Yes. The average person does not follow politics. And we all know that. Maybe not like average, you and me. No, they don't. And the average person, and I know lots of these people on all sides, that they don't hear much. But when they hear even a little interview like that, that clouds their opinion. Bill, um, you, when I ran through the list of issues that are dogging oh, or should be, hold on, when, when, no, 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 hold on. When I ran through the list of issues that should be dogging Justin Trudeau, mm-hmm. why is that not sticking to the wall? Because all of those issues became massive talking points in this country, and there were all sorts of people who said, based on that, and then took it one by one by one, I would never vote for the guy again. Now, you don't even don't even remember. A lot of people don't even remember. The average, the, the average, the average person going into a ballot box in come 2019 won't know a half, three quarters of those yeah. things. Well, you, yeah, you you're know right. What, you you're and right. I both know that. You you're both, right. You and I both know that. You're right about and that. I want to take a lot of your time, but you know what? Be your own person because you But he is. I, I think he is being his own person. Well, you know what? I'll tell you this much. Every time he's out in public now speaking to anyone, he has to be himself. Don't revert back because people will not use that because most people who are going to be voting don't listen to 25 hours worth of him speaking. They listen to a couple seconds. Yeah, and and, and I'll agree with you again because election campaigns are often won based on an issue that wasn't even an issue until halfway through the campaign. Absolutely. But Trudeau has enough muck in his pen that... Some of this stuff will stick to him. Now, as, as I'm talking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, mainstream media, many of them will not raise it because they will want Trudeau back. Mm-hmm. And if the average person doesn't remember, you're making some very good points. I don't like that. <laughs> you know what, Roy? <laughs> all, I can say, all I can tell you is, if the service want to win is, keep saying sunny ways and ask people, is your, is your life funny or what's the Yeah, life that's a good point. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's, you have to remind people about the performance of the guy who's in. Mm-hmm. And the performance of the guy who's in is dismal at best and abysmal, probably a better descriptor. I, I wish him the best, but please be your own man. He's going to win, though. I guarantee you. Okay. And I, I've been right about the last four elections, my friend. Okay, good luck, Roy. Including Donald Trump. <laughs> Thanks for your call. Have a good day. Have a good one. Bye-bye. 800-263-2428. 800-263-2428. Maybe he's right. Maybe people won't remember a single thing. They won't remember the carbon tax. You won't remember Canada is back and $2.6 billion of our tax dollars directed to the United Nations climate change agenda. You won't remember the Trudeau flew on the uh, Aga Khan's helicopter, didn't tell anybody, and Canada's delivered some $50 million to the Aga Khan for his charitable efforts. You won't remember 
that um, a Canadian is a Canadian is a Canadian, and Mr. Trudeau's determination that even convicted terrorists won't lose their citizenship. If you don't remember and you don't hold them accountable, don't ever call here and say, why is he in? Why is he in? Why did people reelect him? We already only have about 60% of the eligible voter population going, bothering to vote. And Justin Trudeau became a majority prime minister in Canada with 27% of the eligible vote. That's just insane. I think he was right about wanting to change the electoral system. But then he put someone in charge who, well, was unqualified to, uh, to do the job. We won't even talk about the deficits, right? No point in that. We won't talk about the National Energy Board. We won't talk about the oil sands are being phased out. None of that. Trudeau or Scheer, 800-263-2420. Well, we have time for one or, more, one or two calls. We have to take a break here.